one now. You want password? I'll give you a password. Oh, I'm so scared. Now it's garbage. another movie night. Hey guys. It's Joe and Scott, and we're just another movie night, and today we are talking trash. Talking trash. Talking, talking trash. trash indeed. <laughs> so today we're doing a, a movie that um, Scott has seen, but I have not seen, and I've always wanted to see it because I kind of like the cheese, the whole idea of the cheesy movie. So we're watching... <laughs> we actually watched... Um, Swamp Thing, the return, the the return of Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's uh after the uh, month of torture I put Joe through with comic book movies <laughs> that we had never seen, it, it was her turn to uh, get me back, and she uh, decided a bunch of movies that I have I have seen, but she hasn't, and so I know what I'm going in for, but she has no idea, <laughs> and so. This turn time around, we're watching Return of Swamp Thing, which, as a small young man, watching this film and seeing Heather Heather Locklear, uh, and also a wrestling bunch of monsters wrestling. This was easy for me to watch. As a kid, I was, let's face it, crushing on Heather Locklear, and also being like monsters fighting. <laughs> What's that noise? Nothing. Oh, you're opening a thing? No, I'm not opening my candy. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So those things were very easy for my for me to get into, but I had not seen this movie since I was a child. And really? You haven't seen this as this, an adult? No. I mean, it's shoot it's been as long as it, we it's been we've been together and you've oh, never seen it okay so well, this yeah. is over a long period of time i have not seen this movie this movie came out in 1989 right at the height of her marriage to tommy lee okay um and there's a there's a couple of references in here about you know yeah i love uh doing a little uh, nods little nods to motley Crue and a little nods to tj hooker and leave the tv on at all times they love that guy on tj what's his name okay Okay. Bye, babies. Mwah. Things that she did in the 80s. Did we say what movie this was? Yeah, we did. Return oh. of Swamp Thing. It doesn't matter. What matters is you saved my life. Thank you. My name's Dugan. Harry Dugan. They call me Swamp Thing. Now, this is crazy. Do you remember the first one? I, I remember a little bit about the first All one. All right. But this one I felt was, was I mean, I got to tell you something. It was really about the two little kids. Yeah, Omar <laughs> and uh, Daryl are probably oh. the highlights of the film. I didn't know his name was Daryl. Yeah. I knew the other kid, but I didn't know his name is Daryl. He was so cute. You probably only know one kid's name because it's like this. Oh, 
Omar, Omar, what are we going to do? Yeah, he was like whining everything. And he had this like, you know, kind of sort of like Cajun accent, but just the way a kid could do a Cajun accent. So it wasn't that good, but it was like really just podunk. And, uh, I ate all the ding-dongs. I, I ate all the ding-dongs. <laughs> I, I ate all the ring-dings. and a big green monster man over there. <laughs> well, we got an apple left. <laughs> Who wants an apple? They're about to do some love making. I want to get out of here. No, I think he said smooching. They're doing some smooching yeah, over there. some smooching. You jerk. So you got a little wet. Big deal. Thought you said nothing mattered. Nothing does. Folks gone. Ten minutes ago. You're not coming right back. Hey, man, it is bingo night. They'll be gone for hours. Then you got them. Do I got them? Well, let's see them. Be cool, bro. Be cool. What are you drinking? Nothing yet. Got any hard stuff? Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, look. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm really into comics. No. So, uh, fun fact is that, uh, Sorry, I'm opening my candy. I want a piece of candy. Why don't you open a whole bunch and line them up? No, look what happened. It broke. How did you do that? I don't know. I squeezed it. I'm eating a Lindor. It's the best fucking chocolate on earth. Anyway. Only I gotta stop. You ain't hungry again, are you? Five minutes, five minutes is all I am. Last five minutes turn into a half an hour. We gotta move. We've been moving all while you sit around feeding your face. Oh, I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, I like comic books and, uh... <laughs> yeah, Swamp Thing is one of these amazing comics that really, like, brought in horror. Like, the horror... <laughs> I just don't know why you have to make so much noise when you're doing it. You want ho before you eat them all up. Ah, ho-hos. Twinkies? No. Snowballs? No. Ding-dongs? Sorry. Pudding pies? Uh-uh. What do we got left? Got two apples. Apples? Oh man. Um. <laughs> That's good entertainment. Yeah. It brings in the, the horror, uh, you know, I think back when it came out, it was really doing these, like, bringing the horror genre into comic books very well. And it was probably one of the most accessible, like, of the uh, horror comics. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's just been transferred into uh, film so badly. Oh, my God. This and, movie was really, really yeah, bonkers. And, and perfect timing because, you know, James Gunn has announced that he's going to do it. Swamp Thing movie, and he wants to make it a horror film. Okay, that and I it, love. That's great, and I mm -hmm. will say, I will also point out that the TV show that they tried on, uh, I think HBO Max back in the yeah, day, what was actually tragedy. pretty decent, and uh, they had some interesting ideas. They wanted to make it like an X Files, yeah, where every episode was kind of like a monster of the week, and that kind of works for the comic book a little bit. And Except they actually had a cool got story. Canceled, though that sucks. Yeah, good cast too in that show. Yeah, really good cast. Um, and, and that's a shame, because they had some really good ideas, and they did some cool things. And what's really funny is, I mean, this is a story about a, a man who's become like a creature, and he's like a plant monster, right? And he can control what they call the green, which is all of the Earth's plants. 
He's a part of it. He's like tied into it. That's so neat, right? So he could do so much cool stuff. He can grow and he can he can go in the ground. He can control roots and plants. No, he's just going to pick up a pipe and hit <laughs> monsters in this movie. And, and that's pretty much what we got going on here. And uh, as a kid, I think we did an episode on a, a Godzilla film. And it was the one where they wrestle. And as a kid, I was really into WWF. And I loved the cheesy, just the fight. Two guys are just fighting. And so this is like perfect for that. What's really crazy is watching it again, realizing how boring it really is. Um, you know, I, I was kind of entertained. I wasn't bored. Like, oh, yeah? I wouldn't say it's I was just bored. It's very stale. I mean, Not much happens. Yeah, I mean, the plot was just, it was kind of just lame, bare bones, nothing major. It was just very, very plain. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's very odd and how very, it's just straight line. There's not much happening here. There's not really like twists or turns or anything There's like that. There's really not. And it I just, actually, stuff just keeps happening and it's just like, yeah, all right. I found myself asking a lot of stupid questions. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you deservedly uh, need to ask those questions because there's a lot of things to question throughout this film. Yeah. It's like, why is everybody dressed like Devo without the hats? <laughs> Why yeah, honestly? <laughs> why is Heather Locklear even going to her stepfather's house? Okay, so yeah, I what mean, what do you want from him? It's I like, guess we should just talk this movie out. And if you are new to talking trash, what we do here is we're gonna talk through the whole story. We're gonna we're gonna ruin it for you. We're gonna tell you the plot because we don't think you should see it. I at least I don't think so. Usually in talking trash, it's probably better just to hear it all. Yeah, and I mean, bad movie lovers have probably already seen this yeah. i am late to the party i am very late to this party um but this movie it it starts out just crazy it starts out just you know what the hell are we watching this it, is crazy dialogue it starts out and this is 89 and i will say this it's the same year that batman comes out yeah yeah and that's crazy and this movie starts out and it feels very sci-fi channel original Mm-hmm. there's a bunch of guys in a fake swamp mm-hmm. and they're all redneck stereotypes they're like they they actually say that they're fbi or something they're agents and I they mean, said agents they, of what they, they they act like they're just you know they're shaking in their boots they're they're terrified of well being there. well okay well let's, they don't act well, like i mean they just act like you know basic fishermen from well, they're, so they're arguing. There's one dorky guy in the group, and he's got, you know, of course, he's got the glasses, and he's the skinny one. And all the rest of them look like these bigger dudes, and they're all, like, fatter guys, and they're all wearing camo. Mm-hmm. They're all up in, up to their waist in water, in a swamp. And they, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they said, hey, you wanted to get out here, and you wanted to get dirty you wanted to go out into the field and he's like yeah i wasn't expecting this kind of want to go they mention what they're looking for but what? they don't ever explain it what are they looking for oh, i don't even remember it... that <sighs> i thought they were just doing some night patrol like night I mean, fishing or or like looking for a gator or something they all had guns yeah they I, all had I, guns I just so anyways they're all out there and the one guy wants to go home and he's like this is not what i was ho- i was hoping for and a bunch of them start fighting, and he talks them into stopping. And so they're like, okay, we'll go home, and you guys can fight when we get back to the base. And one guy, of course, goes to pee, and uh, the one guy, like, 
keeps a flashlight on him while he's trying to pee. And he's like, what the hell are you doing, man? He's like, get out of here. Yeah, and he, I think he's worried <laughs> about him. But exactly at that time, we're seeing that something's moving in the water. And we know something's coming for them. And jumps up, and we finally get to see what it is. It looks kind of like an anteater and an elephant had sex and have a mutant face. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like a giant trunk that's a sucking mouth type thing. It's said sucking mouth. It's got a sucking mouth, fuck? Joe. I mean, it's got like some kind of sucking cup mouth with like fangs. It's really weird, but his eyes are like... Almost in the back of his head, they're so they're like, high up. Yeah, it, it's so weird. It's it, like this, uh, I don't know like this person's face melted downward, and it's uh, it's still wearing human clothes, so you mm-hmm. know it's a person. And it jumps up, and it, I hate to say, sucks the guy off. That was... oh Jesus, <laughs> the guy peeing got sucked off, and oh, uh, no, it it does it appears to like a leech. I think it's supposed to be a leech person. Because I think it literally like bites him and literally sucks him dry. I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, it's it crazy. Does, it does live in the swamp, and um, yeah, I mean, we see later on yeah, that not, the guy is a little drained of blood. So it's PG thirteen, and it's very odd because it seems like it's going to be violent, and it never really does anything. No, with there's that. just some punching. There's some yeah. punching, and you know, throwing things. But yeah, and I remember thinking this. I think I remember thinking this monster was really cool when I was a kid. Um, yeah. While you were a kid, it was yeah. not cool. It was very cheesy. Well, yeah, I mean, eighty nine. Well, it looked like uh, something I mean, right out of Star Trek. I, I watched Godzilla, the original films, series, like they were the best thing on Earth. So well, at this point, nothing yeah. phases me. Yeah, but that's nineteen. That was like the nineteen fifties and sixties. Same as no. like Godzilla was in the eighties and seventies. Not the original. What you're talking about, Gorgira from like yeah, with the suits and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, like I mean. I think with 1989, it should have been a little bit better, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. we could look up what other crazy sci-fi movies came out around the same time, like B ones. Yeah. Uh, well, to, um, good fun fact, this director is known for about 104 things, and uh, he's still working, and he has done some of the worst shit ever. He has done <laughs> the one that we're all going to know. Is he did uh, Chopping Mall. <gasps> I love Chopping Mall. Yeah. He did Chopping Mall and then his career kind of dived and he did a bunch of cheese. I think about three or four we've actually seen. Oh. Like Death Stalker 2, the terrible oh. one. He's done all the sequels. Uh, he came in for like a lot of the sequels that were bad. And he went to straight porno after this. <gasps> really? He's done like softcore and like night, like, uh, you know, the, the night porno movies on hbo and all those things oh, while yeah. he's done he's gonna tons of these movies now <laughs> if you look the posters are amazing yeah uh about 104 of those but damn pornos and wow. oh, like a handful of movies we've actually seen Crazy. i think he's trying to bring a new Killbots movie out or something oh yeah right. I, I doubt it's going to be anything we actually should care about okay. uh maybe dookie fly swatter i'll show up in or something like that um <laughs> so, oh my god all right so, so yeah the, the, the beast kills a bunch of these guys, three guys get away, mm-hmm. and two, they split up because the one guy knows where the car is, and the other two are just randomly running out, and they don't follow him. He uh, gets into the woods, the one with the glasses, the one that knows where the car is. He trips and falls and knocks his glasses off, and because this is a movie, glasses mean you can't, you don't know anything that's happening like, no. whatsoever. I mean, but to be fair, I, I... this is night in a swamp. 
Yes, it is the nighttime. And also, as a glasses wearer, I will tell you that when I take off my glasses, I can see better, like on my phone, when my glasses are off. So I, I need my glasses for like far distances. Mm -hmm. But if that monster was that close to my face, I would be able to see it. Yes, multiple he, monsters. He's in this acting movie. like, you know, he's Velma Dinkley, like, my yeah. glasses, I can't see. Like, really? Come on, dude. Like, well, get a hold of yourself. Yeah. That's serious. The other two guys, they run off into a field and they get stopped by an oncoming Jeep and they think they're saved. But a woman in a workout 80s workout type black top she looks like she stepped right out of a white snake video yes she she just pulls up a gun and seems to kill him with some kind of sniper sound effect i thought Two they guys, were killed yeah but they, but weren't, they weren't they were tranked which you can't even make out that that's what happened no, it seems I like they, they just randomly got shot and there was yeah. no, no bullet holes or blood or anything it just makes this weird yeah, it's weird. I was like, oh my god, they just got shot? That's crazy. Like, like paintball gun. By yes. other humans. I was weird. Yeah, and uh, we cut to the other guy who's lost his glasses, and he gets attacked by the swamp monster, the uh, the leech monster of some the sort. Succubus? Sucky. Sucky man. Um, <laughs> sucky man. man. Um, and Sucky man fights off, all of a sudden, fights off Swamp Thing. He appears, and he says, I'm Swamp Thing. <laughs> He, he saves this guy, and the guy's like, thank you so much. He can't tell that this person is covered in plants. I know. Like, I'm sorry. Like I he's said. He's standing in front of him. Right. He's like literally almost nose to nose with this man, and he can't tell that he's a big green monster. Yeah. And, and I, will, I will point out also, the fight is pretty much punch on the sides, punch down, pick up and throw. That, yeah. that is the main Swamp Thing maneuver. Yeah, it is. I mean, there is no brutality in this movie at all. It's just kind of like a little pow-pow. Yeah. He, but after the fight, he says to the guy, they call me Swamp Thing. <laughs> and then it goes to do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, my God. And in walks freaking Heather Locklear, right? Well, well, yeah, we get a whole opening montage of all the comic book covers while they're playing uh, CCR's uh, Born on the Bike. Yeah, which is appropriate. I thought that Perfect. was Perfect. It's in the first little, one as well. Yeah, it's cute. Um, it's cute. I like it. Unwrap it. <laughs> get another one ready. I'm good. I'm Line good. them up. I'm good. So, yeah, we get a whole bunch of cool covers. We're getting all this stuff. And you're realizing while you're watching these cool covers, oh, these are cooler things that we should have in this movie. But we're not going to. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. These are all the things we could have done. But we're not going to. And then we cut to Heather Locklear looking beautiful. Mm -hmm. And she's a whack job. Instantaneously, she's working in a flower shop. And she talks to all of her plants like they're human beings mm -hmm. while her co-worker is hating, on, hating her guts while she's watching television and eating out of a soup can. <laughs> that soup isn't even hot. Yeah. And <laughs> Heather Lockley is just like ranting about uh, what seems to be someone's, her, her mother's death and not being invited to the funeral. And you're like, what the We're hell is We're supposed to know here? about what the hell she's talking about, I guess, as and, the audience. And, and it's like, such nonsense I, because she's talking to plants. Oh, and they all have name real... tags. Yes. All the plants have name tags, meaning like there's, you know, Daryl and yeah. John and Antoinette and... <laughs> Antoinette. <laughs> Whatever. I remember that one. Uh, I think yeah. it was Antoinette. <laughs> they all have name tags on them. And they answer her in her head because she's a lunatic. And uh, 
she keeps answering back. She's having full conversations. So and weird. She well, decides, you know what? You're right, plants. I'm going to go. The only and thing I'm I get leave. from that is that, the, she's, that her mother had passed away and that she didn't get a funeral because he, and I'm doing air quotes, we don't know who he is, didn't give her a funeral or allow Heather Locklear to come. Or didn't call her and tell and her. attend the funeral. So her mom passed away and she didn't even get she, to see her. Yeah, or she nothing. doesn't even know what happened. Like, so weird. And it, it, she just decides, okay, I'm going. And by the way, she's delivering all of this in a very happy face. Yeah, no, she, this, she her, death of her mother and not being able to go to a funeral is not sad, particularly. Yeah. It's just, you know what? I don't like what happened there, and I want to go. It's like, you know, in Snow White, when the birds come in, yes. and they're, they're just flying around her exactly. head, and she's like, la, 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 la. That is exactly Heather Locklear yes. in this movie. Yes. I mean, she's a complete twit. And she tells uh, her, her co-worker while she leaves to take care of her plants, and don't forget... They love watching that guy on TJ Hooker. Womp womp. What she was on. Yeah. She says she, TJ whatever. Yeah, she means Shatner. Yes. She's talking about the Shat. The Shat. And, uh, yeah, that's supposed to be a great joke. Like, give a shout out to yourself? Yeah. To your own show? Like, that's just... Yeah. Um, silliness. We now cut to uh, Arcane and his house. He's our villain, and he was in the first one, and he was killed. What we think? No, he was straight up killed Whoa. in the first movie. He is back, and they're keeping him alive with some kind of scientific test. We He's found okay. out that they have been taking, and we know this, by the way, because this is the worst set of a science lab you've ever seen. There's The, the way that they're doing their experiments is using some kind of fruit punch in a bowl. <laughs> That bubbles, yeah, and you know that's how things are working. And what's really cool is someone someone went to town with prosthetic effects, mm-hmm. and they're not bad. They're kind of cheesy, no, but they're kind of fun. Yeah, they kind of show you what they're doing in the lab, which is obviously they're splicing DNA with man and animal, and then you see like this, um, like an elephant man. Yeah, like an half elephant half face. of his body is like an elephant, and half of his body is a normal human being. And it's not bad prosthetics. Yeah, there's a grasshopper man of some yeah, sort. Yeah, yeah. There, there is, and we find out that the two people who were sniped in the beginning were just tranquilized and brought to this place. And one of them looks like, like he looks like a zombie. Like, and they said, well, maybe the tranquilizers affected his blood, and that didn't work with the splicing. Now I'm, I'm confused. So what we're told here is that arcane. The, the, the owner of this house, the villain from the first one who caused Swamp Thing to become Swamp Thing, or Alec Holland, mm-hmm. to become Swamp Thing, is trying to keep himself immortal. And his two lead scientist doctors, one is also the woman who plays Ursula in uh, the Superman films. This is a, the third DC Comics movie this woman I made. was happy to see her because I was like trying to place her and I was like, okay, this woman has a, a villain... She's type perfect. of look yeah, you know perfect. and she looks very like intense and i thought she was really pretty and i was like where have i seen her before and so you told me that it was her yeah. from superman i was like oh wow yes yes so yeah she she's one of the lead two scientists the other scientist is uh, your stereotypical scientist he uh, uses an asthma inhaler for every single thing that happens just you know it's like a breath mint like it just seems like overuse like i mean 
I know that's like your pet peeve in movies I when people overuse it. asthma inhalers. It's like, okay, come I on. I hate it so much. Like, how are you, how are you, why do you need this three times in a row? It's just in... to show us that people, like, they think that people who use asthma inhalers are dorks. And, and there's just like this, I can't stand it. It's always used for that. And it's it's obnoxious. Well, thing, but I mean, you know, just be, like, well, it's you so used fun to, to make fun of somebody from, with yeah. uh, disabilities or sicknesses. Like, oh, that's, that's so fun. That's why you get upset because you used to suffer from asthma really bad. So I get it. And it, it, it does make them look like, you know, it's like pushing up your glasses and like, oh, I'm a point next. Yes. I have to use my asthma inhaler. Like, yeah. Come on, guys. It, it's know? like going out of your way to make sure everybody knows. Yeah. And, and well, what's happening is these two, now, this is why I'm confused because. They're they're trying to get this guy to be immortal by splicing DNAs and somehow trying to come up with some kind of elixir of life. But why animals and human DNA splicing? It doesn't make any sense. Why do they think that would keep you immortal? Yeah, but what do you think is going to happen when you you put animal DNA into a human? Like, obviously, you're not going to stay looking like a human being. Yeah. You're gonna be you know mutated. I mean, this is a, a supposed to be a, a smart person, this guy, Arcane, and he has smart people working for him, and they don't know this, and they're keeping these these people slash animals in cages. What is the point if you're they're if, failing so yeah, much? So, they keep saying they keep failing, and they they actually mention. We have a cemetery full of dead bodies of people we've murdered doing right. this test. So I guess because movie, they needed to show us what they were doing. So they kept these people in cages or like, you know, cells in yeah. in the lab. But I'm like, oh my God, like and, that's just terrible. Just Yeah, and know. this is one of those James Bond villains where you know what people say the conspiracies can't happen because uh, there's so many people involved and someone would know. Well, in James Bond villains and other villains in movies... They have about a 50 henchmen around, and they all see everything, yeah. and none of them ever talk. So I guess it is easy conspiracy. Like, keep a conspiracy is shut down because none of these guards give a shit that they're splicing other guards, and they're they're killing random people and like making expendable. them monster people, and people are just chilling out watching yeah. it, and it's fun. Nobody, nobody it, seems to give a shit, yeah. and it's like, okay, first of all, I mean... The fact that Arcane, it, it the whole situation, like everybody is like is like European. <laughs> yeah, in, that's a thing. Why yeah. are they all in Louisiana? Well, this it's, was filmed in Savannah, Georgia, but why are they yeah. all in Louisiana? And and what is his interest here? Like, why does it have to be here? Yeah, like, he owns the land. He owns the the plantation. We'll get to that. Um, and for, he's not. I don't know what he does for a living, but I guess it's just to keep. The land a certain way i think that's why he blew up the lab in the first movie because they had been doing some kind of experiments that kind of found out everything so he blew it up mm-hmm. um what's crazy here is he has an entire squad of henchmen that he is dressed in orange jumpsuits without sleeves yeah <laughs> he's got a bunch of these people i don't know who they look like i, I said devo but they don't devo wears black they, but <laughs> no they look like uh they look like van damme in street fighter <laughs> everybody looks crazy like it, it's just ridiculous but like the and also there's women that are henchmen too hench women and they're, and they're wearing... wearing the tight sexy version of the outfit did you see them all Is there I was multiple like... ones <laughs> i didn't even notice i just noticed the one main one i mean you know except for the the vixen that just you know shot out of the death leopard video they're all wearing tight like the women 
you, you see like a nice good shot of all of them together when there's a big fight and they're all wearing like skin tight bodysuits. I'm like, it's, oh my. It's so weird. It's and very extra. You automatically understand that uh, Ursula from uh, Superman, I don't remember her character name here. Oh, she's, um. oh, they call her doc- Doctor? Uh? I just want to call her Ursula. Uh, Arcane and her, the the scientist, Sarah Douglas are together. Oh, her name is Dr. Lana Zarell. Wow. I, we'd also have to point out that uh, one of the head soldiers is named Dr. What was it? Uh, Petun- not Petunia. It was something funny like a plant. Or Oh, oh, uh, Poinsettia. <laughs> yeah, Poinsettia. And a uh, fun fact, the director asked everybody to call her Pointy because of her nipples. Oh, my God. And the stop. actress got so mad at the director that she didn't talk the entire time. No. And he's like, weren't you an octopusy? Like, oh, I guess the actress God. is an octopusy. And he's like, why are you stalker. mad now? Yeah. Yeah, she, so. she's been in some, um, yeah, yeah, erotica. She, she's uh, actually very bad in this. I'm not going to lie. She does a lot of open eye, uh, eyebrow acting we kept making fun of. She lifts her eyebrows oh, really, yeah. like, she, wide. Yeah, she's, she's not a good actress. I mean, honestly, let me tell you something. There are no, there's no good acting in this movie. But, you know, it really comes down to uh, your director, and you can tell this is one of those movies where the director, well, the producer gave this director 30 days to make this movie, and he made it in 27. So okay. it's one of those crazy movies where they were like, hey, just get this done, get through it, you know, whatever. And you can see that. And so the actors are just as good as what they are. Yeah. And another fun fact, too, the actor who played Swamp Thing in the original came back and did this. I think he also did the show that comes after this. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah, and... They didn't know, but when they went to the premiere, both the director and this actor were both shocked when he had found out he was overdubbed. They completely changed his voice with an overdubber. Oh. Um, that's kind of rude, I gotta tell you. So, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, we find out basically that lead scientist and Arkeen are kind of an item. They, uh, they're trying to help him be immortal. They're doing the splicing. And... I don't really understand the science of what they're trying to do, but the 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 scientist in charge, the asthma inhaling uh, puffing guy, he uh, he's he keeps trying to do more and more crazy things. They have a device in the middle of the room that virtually is the fly uh, thing. It basically, just disintegrates people when they're inside of it mm-hmm. with a lot of electricity. And which odd was we we see them use the device on a grasshopper man. And they electrocute him in this thing, and it goes on for way too long. Yeah, but then he just disintegrates. So it's like a disintegration machine to, to dispose of the body, which is really helpful. Yeah. But what's crazy is it goes on for like two minutes. Like yeah. we have to watch this thing getting electrocuting. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying, "What? this is padding. Like, I mean, why are we watching this long of an electrocution? It's, biz- yeah. it's, it's bizarre. It's just, just crazy. And... Uh, I guess what happens next is that Abby Arcane, which we find out is now Arcane, the villain's stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. She is Hedley Locklear. She shows up in the best cabbie with the best cabbie of all time. He's in the family truckster. He's in a family truckster that's dressed up with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's like it's a like, paper sign taped on the side of it that says cab. What is this guy wearing? He's like Urkel. <laughs> But with like Urkel was wearing like the fat boys outfits. Oh my god! Like yeah. he's got the yellow hat. He has upward. a hat, and he has like a like a panda bear like stuck on the end of the and hat. It, 
he's got short he's got his like a hawaiian yellow shirt tucked in with suspenders into his shorts it's just amazing because everything about this guy including his cab just says i love to party yeah i mean he has inside his cab is all decorated with like those you know those beads from like the 1970s yes. that you have hanging for the doorway he has those all over the cab yeah, like inside plane strands and all build the cab driver in that too yeah yeah it, and it the same thing it, it's like uh, i'm fun is what this guy screams. I'm fun. Oh, yeah. He likes and party. he's trying to warn Abby that Arcane Manor is like, you don't want to go there. This this is not a great place. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very shady. And she's like, no, that's my stepfather. So but the best part is when they pull up into the gate, she pulls up and there's fucking armed guards all over with machine guns. And this does yes. not Those guys in her. jumpsuits are armed <laughs> with like, machine guns. They're everywhere. They're like all over the lawn. Yeah, they and have crazy amount of set people, which is wild crazy. in this movie. There's like 50 guards in this movie. I mean, I'd be taken aback by the fact that they're, you no. Know, severely heavily armed and they're just standing there like what are you guarding what the hell i would get back in that cab and get the hell out in a circle around absolutely like what is wrong with her i know she wants to get to the bottom of why you know what happened to her mom yeah and why her stepfather buried the mom and didn't tell her sure but honestly that can be completely resolved with a phone call yeah like i know we need movies yes but this heather locklear going to this house is just ridiculous and it gets even more ridiculous because you seem she seems to be like a like a flighty person like you know like wee birds flying around her head she's happy she's she's kind of like a twit but when she gets inside the house she's oh, rude but before that happens we have to just point out because this is plot okay uh arcane finds out that she's there and has pulled up at the gate mm-hmm. and before he opens the gate for her and everything he goes oh my god my stepdaughter's here and he says, hey, guys, you know what? She, uh, my wife's DNA was important. Do you think my stepdaughter has the my wife's DNA? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I think she does. Well, this like, can human we use that? was incubated inside that yeah. particular human, uh, so yeah. And he's like, can we use that? And they're like, yeah, I think we could. Okay, we just need a blood sample. Okay, let's get a blood sample. So they get out there and they meet her in the front. And she, like you were just bringing up, is she's insanely rude to yeah. everybody. I mean, she's got balls she of does. steel because she's surrounded by armed guards with machine guns. Yeah. And her mother has mysteriously died and been buried. Yeah. And she just goes out of her way to tell everybody to go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a, one of the guards um, she gets introduced to. And um, she's like, oh, um, aren't you on parole or something like that like, yeah she just, just keeps so, ragging on people like yeah just rude she's rude to um uh dr zarell you know the the woman she showing her says, around to her room and she tells her she calls her right out she goes you're a rude little girl yeah she actually tells her i was like yeah good because she is she's like a little bitch and it's weird because you don't get that impression when she's talking to the plants and being all cute you know so that was just weird i would a also weird character yeah, and I would point out that Heather Locklear is wearing an outfit to go see her stepfather that completely is showing off her cleavage and is, like, just draped without a bra. Oh, she's, she's showing like, all that throughout the whole Does not give movie. a shit. And it's yeah. like, you're going to see your stepfather. And your stepfather, by the way, he keeps, Arcane, he keeps pointing out, oh, my God, she looks just like my wife. Yeah. Oh, sh- it, <laughs> You know, the one that she might share DNA with? Yeah. yeah. That one? Is that possible? Jesus um, Christ. So, yeah. 
they're so basically she they kidnap her and at the same time now they don't kidnap her she goes in the house and stays but she basically is kind of like hostage now and they're they're trying to treat her normal but at the same time the that we get to now meet omar and daryl oh my god the best the best two things about this movie i love them else too real fast i skipped something else that's i cannot believe i skipped um the sheriff that guy that got away in swamp thing saved has gone to the sheriff and now the sheriff is meeting with arcane to say hey these people died in your swamp apparently and they were attacked by a monsters yeah and he's like really (laughs) monsters on my property i don't think that's true sheriff Mm -hmm. and he's like he's like you think they're just crazy and they saw something in the middle of the woods and that's what happened and they got killed by like an alligator or something he's like you know what you're right i'm a redneck and everything you're saying is right you know what i like your women here and so he's like all about the women and that it's it's so he makes like inappropriate comments too to one of them but i just feel like okay sheriff you right do even see, next to her, like she doesn't yeah, exist. Like you do see, like the eighty armed guards out there on the lawn. Like, do you think they're they're? You need, he needs eighty guards to just to guard him. Yes. No, there's something going on here. It, it's like okay, that like whole cliche of like people in the south are kind of like dingy. Um, this is just like is this a weird scene because it basically is just there to establish that. Oh yeah, we didn't forget about that guy that Swamp Thing saved, and also to establish a barbecue place called the Shed. No, it's not a barbecue place. It is literally a hotel. No, because the sheriff says it's the you haven't been there, and he says no, and he goes I don't go to eat there, and he goes Well, you're missing some good food. Well, they they must have like a little restaurant because it's the sheds. It's like a whole. It's a whole like community of like little piece of crap like oh, cabbage. Is that what it was? Yes. Maybe I misunderstood with the cop. Right, he like does a... say food. He says it's got good food. Maybe I'm thinking of another place. I don't really know. Yeah, no, this is this is a community where Daryl and what's the Daryl and Omar live. Omar. And they the, the kids live there. They're, it's like a little community. It's like a little like in the woods, like a community. And yeah, they that's where they live. It's not in the woods. It's full-on shithole swamp land. I mean, it really is. And it's surrounded <laughs> by about 50 cars and nobody's yeah. home. Except nobody's Omar home. and Daryl. And they don't drive because they're children. Yeah. And they say that Dar- Omar's parents are out at bingo. And which is really funny because later on, one of the cars is said to be his mother's. So how they got the bingo, I have no maybe, friggin' maybe maybe they have two cars, but well, um, Daryl shows up at Omar's house to go look at Playboys together. It's amazing. This this little kid is he's so comical. I, I mean, the acting is just atrocious. He cannot deliver a line, but when he delivers a line, it's just so cute and endearing. That yes, it's bad line delivery, but he's a little boy, yeah. and he's like this chubby, adorable little like redheaded boy, and he's so cute. And I completely and like I, I'm, I like love him from the second. Yeah, I, I could have watched a whole movie of these buddy cops, these two kids. Yeah, because one movie. is basically like they're like Adam Costello. One yeah. is just like funny, funny and like overboard cute, and the other one is just telling like a screw himself constantly, and yes. hitting him. It, it's it's so, so funny. funny. And the, um, Omar is is like tall and skinny. Yeah, and Daryl is like short and chubby, and yeah. he's just so cute. I can't get enough of him. There you have it. 
Yes, he was terrible, but oh, it's, he goes oh, into it's the insane. freaking, and then, so they're in the, in the house. To look at Playboys. To look together. at Playboys. And they had about 70 magazines. Okay, yeah. They were said to be um, Omar's father's magazines, yes. but damn. Okay, there was like no less than 70 or 80s. Well, they there. locked the door, and they said, Mom, <laughs> she won't be home from bingo for a while. The parents won't be home. And they start looking, but there's a bash at the door, and they think it's their mom, so they hide the, the Playboys for about... A good oh my god, it's the best scene watching them shove them under the, the couch, Everywhere. under the rug, under the couch cushions. It was amazing. And they finally open the door and there's the freaking leech like succubus yeah. monster standing there. Yes, and he's they standing freak there. Freak out. It's amazing. He actually shuts the back the door and then they scream. Yeah, and you know it's it's funny too, because I always say like kids in movies, they're they're so dumb or naive that they don't know what it's like to just try and get out of the house. They they go in their room, they hide under their bed, they put they go in the closet. But no, these two little kids throw a bowling ball out the back window at done. such like like force. It's done through the outside of the house and you hear the inside dialogue. And you can tell it's just like 80 yard in. It's yeah. like, oh, he's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Hey, that's isn't that your dad's bowling ball? And then smash through a window. Yeah, it was so fast. Like, you've never seen two kids get out of the window. Except poor Daryl. He has a little bit of a hard time getting out the window. Yes. He's a little chubby. So <laughs> they run like hell. And then they, they actually get out of there. So you think they're going to be saved. Okay, no. So the succubus monster actually gets them and here comes swamp thing to save the day yeah he like God. looks like he comes out of a car he just like comes from a car i know area. like i was nervous i was like okay joe like they're not gonna kill like kids in this they're just not you know like not oh, in yeah. this movie oh, yeah, no, and funny. i was like so worried for daryl and omar they were so cute man it's monster central around here tonight we better not have a mob new station wagon <laughs> <laughs> this is where again we have another wrestling match but this is also where swamp thing and the succubus monster start fighting with pipes and i think they get struck by lightning and there's like electric, electric... okay no that's not what happens so oh they hit they're... each other so hard and there was electric sparks no <laughs> what the fuck happened no. there they got hit so, by lightning no so so swamp thing is throwing the guy over the cars and everything the, the succubus monster just keeps and then him. he He's standing next to a, um, like a tank, like some kind of a tank, like, um, maybe, uh, propane or something like that. Not the explosion. I'm talking about the electricity that flies through the hitting of the pipes. Oh, I thought you were talking about that when the, when the tank blows up. No, that's not how it ends. Oh. But when they're hitting each other, they get struck by lightning and electricity is flying through the pipes as they bash Which into each other. Which is weird because it's not raining or anything. So it's like, there's a, there's some kind of lightning storm. There is rain. Remember because it was really muddy? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. So then they're fighting and then the sparks fly. And the, he <laughs> hits and the sparks fly. Mm -hmm. And he, they, like you said, they hit a protein, uh, propane tank. Mm -hmm. And the entire lot explodes. There's cars exploding everywhere. There's about 50 cars. And that's when Omar says, 
oh man, that's my mom's car. And then they all blow up. And they basically are like, I think they'd like thank Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And Swamp Thing's like, I, nice back, right? As I recall. Yeah. Like he, he responds to them. Like yes. He smiles and gives them a thumbs up or whatever. Yeah, they give him a thumbs up and he gives them a thumbs up back. So they're kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. They're like, whoa, you know, that there's a green man helping us. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he he leaves. And I... I but the I'm whole trying. entire place blows up. Yeah, like, they blow it up. Everybody's fucking house is gone. Yeah, and, and we should point out that there's this is no one of those... Well, the there's sheriff no... don't give a shit. Uh, we see a couple things here. Um, there's a newspaper that flies onto the screen that tells us that basically Omar and uh, Daryl are on the cover saying, boom... Yeah, the sheds have blown up. Yeah, the sheds have blown up, and they saw monsters fighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, the succubus monster is now dead, by the way. It blew up in the explosion. Yeah. Um, it actually goes in flames and runs out and explodes. Okay, that was a really crazy stunt. Yeah, that... super dangerous looking, especially yeah. since they're wearing probably flammable ex- like uh, prosthetics. Yeah, like with I mean that paint back then was probably yeah. highly flammable. Um. So, um, yeah, but I also have to point out real fast that because this is one of those movies where people don't know how to handle comic book films, they feel like, well, it's a comic book. So the transitions have to be pages swiping and just constantly like folding and flipping and it yeah. looks so shitty. It's it so bad. It does. Um, that's bad. But yeah, we so we get more of uh, Abby Arcane with her f- stepfather and we get a little bit of backstory here. We're told... Um, that she's looking for, like, what happened. And he tells her she died quickly, and I didn't want to bother you because of what I she, think. No, what he said was, um, you know, she passed away, um, and she wanted to be cremated, and she didn't want a service. And Heather Locklear's like, well, that was my mother. She loved me. I know she'd want me there. And he said, well, those were her wishes, but I do have something for you. That is uh, very special. Yeah. So in comes Dr. What did I say her name was? Z- Zoella or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Ursula um, comes yeah. in. Yeah. She comes in and she's she brings a ring in a box. And obviously, you know, she he says, oh, that, that belongs to your mom. Yeah. So she's like, oh, it's so beautiful. So she puts it on and she cuts her finger. And, you know, that was obviously planned because they want her DNA. Yes. You know, so because, they get her blood now. Yeah. yeah. They have her blood. And so she runs out, which is weird. Okay, so she's wearing this really beautiful dress. It's very pretty. It's like satin, like like tealish blue with like a pink belt. It's it's really pretty. She looks gorgeous. And she decides that she's going to run out of the house. But we don't know, where the hell is she running to? I need help with this. Because she meets two, you know hillbillies in the woods that are like raping yeah. and gross she she wants to leave the house because she's like she gets along with wildlife or like plants more than she does humans that's yeah. established and she says basically that's where the two idiot uh henchmen the main henchmen are outside and we meet the one guy who's got the beret and he's like an over he's got massive chest hair Ugh. popping out yeah it's awful he's we find out he's like the main henchman for them, and he's with the other hench woman that you oh, yeah. said, White Snake. Uh, White Snake. 
they're together outside and they basically say, whoa, whoa, where are you going? The woods are really dangerous at night. And she's like, she's like, you know what? It's more dangerous inside. I'll be, I'll be better out there. And he's like, just like your mother. And she's, what do you know about my mom? Yeah. And he, she's like, he's like, uh, I guess uh, Arcane, Dr. Arcane now comes out and is like, uh, let her go or whatever. So she just says, screw it. She goes off. But we establish now that there's two rapists sitting out using moonshine tanks in the woods. <laughs> and they're talking about how they really like killing things. Yeah, they're, they're like very cliche hillbillies. And then... It's the most insane dialogue ever, it, though. It One really goes... You know what? I feel like killing something. Want to kill some dogs tonight? And he's like, oh. I killed a bunch of dogs already this week. I don't I'm bored of it. Can we kill something else? And he's like, what? you know what? I want a woman. And he's like, I don't even know what women look like anymore. And then that's exactly when beautiful in a dress, a skimpy dress, Heather Locklear walks right up to them. And yeah. they're like, whoa. I'm like, oh my God, girl. And, I'm like, seriously? Yeah. It's like, oh. So it was just a setup. I, I just like, so like they could set up the movie where she gets saved yes i love that she says they're like where are you from pretty thing and he she's like california and they're like i hate california i know <laughs> and let's beat like, her what was the reasoning like they there's grab the... her arms and stuff like yeah. let's get her they just wanted a reason to commit a crime <laughs> i think this is like just them knowing how ridiculous this movie is and yeah. just going for it i wish the movie was more like this more insane Oh, I know. Me too. It, it seems tame in other areas and really cheesy, fun, and spoofy in other areas, which yeah. is odd. It's a it's a weird combo, and it's so shocking like, how dull it is. Oh, wait. Uh, Ray Batch of Shine Hogger now. Best this month, Clyde. What are we going to do for fun tonight? Do you like stealing a car? Nah. How about we burn down a house? Nah. Well, why don't we drive over to Uncle Shad's and run over some dogs? I'm sick of running over dogs. Besides, that place is spooked. What do you feel like doing then, Gordell? My brain's tired of coming up with all these ideas. Feel like, I feel like killing something. You always feel like killing something. Maybe I'll kill you. I'll kill you back with my dying breath. Your breath's so bad, you just might do that. <laughs> oh, shut up, Gordell. It's time we went to town and got us a woman. I forgot what one looked like. Remember what they look like, Clyde? No, I haven't even seen a sheep around here lately. Ugh. Excuse me. Who says there ain't no God? God dang, Moonshine. You guys wouldn't happen to know the way back to the arcane place, would you? You talk funny. Where are you from? California. I hate California. Oh, Moon, no problem. Does anybody know you're back here? FBI, Charles Bronson, Chicago Bears. You're real pretty. All makeup. But yeah, this is where, of course, she screams and Swamp Thing shows up and beats the moonshiners up. Yeah, and saves her. And she's not even at all taken aback by the by his appearance. Yeah, he comes close and it, she kind of backs up and kind of gets a little shocked. And he says, I'm sorry, I forget what I look like sometimes. And she said, uh, you look this like is real? You she's like, like a... you're really, this is real? Like, you're really a plant person? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, that's amazing. Yeah, she's totally into she's it. She's so into not it. Not scared at all. Not, like, not even moved really by it. She's yeah. just into it. She's fine with it. Um, so yeah, they... he, She makes him laugh. But that's exactly when Arcane and them come out. Yep. And they shoot uh, Swamp Thing for a bit. 
Oh, yeah. And then they shoot him with a rocket launcher and when he gets into the lake and he explodes, completely blows up. And uh, that's when they take Heather Locklear hostage and lock her up in a jail cell in their basement. And she has to be locked up with the head of henchmen. And Swamp Thing has been, you know, she's, he's gone. And we start seeing that Swamp Thing has become a floating turd of some sort, like a giant <laughs> monster turd. And it swims toward their sewer system. Yeah. And it looks like that goop from Creepshow. Yes, Creep it does. Show. It looks like that trash bag goop. Yeah, from it, Creepshow too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next thing we get established while they, she's locked up and the turd is slowly swimming to the uh, house, we find out that uh, Arcane and, and Ursula are basically an item and she like wants to have sex with him or whatever. And he's kind of like, I'm dying and he keeps seeing his hands as like rotting mm-hmm. so he's like it needs to happen soon well they get interrupted before anything can happen between them by the other scientist and he's like i have to talk to you alone and she he tells her ursula leave go take your bath yeah go take your bath that you wanted to take go clean up you stinky bitch go get, get out of here he doesn't say all that and uh, <laughs> she leaves but she listens at the door and he tells him wow what by the way what are the odds he says, you need DNA from, um, you need a certain type of blood type. Mm-hmm. And of all the people that you have on the staff, there are only two people who have it. One of these henchmen and also Ursula. Mm-hmm. These are the only two people that you can use the DNA. And when you use the DNA to keep you alive, it'll kill the other person. And he's like, well, do whatever you got to do. So he basically is like, kill the other scientist. How are they keeping him? I'm very unclear on how they're keeping him none alive of this makes anyway. Sense. Yeah, none of because this makes he sense. would have already been overgrown like Swamp Thing. Yeah, and if you saw the last one, you know he's dead. So yeah. they're keeping him alive and, and well preserved. Yeah, how though? How? I mean, it doesn't get Why explained. at this point in the movie does he need Heather Locklear's blood? Why? Or well, Ursula's blood? They're trying to. They, they So we kind of find out that. He did the experiment on his wife. Yeah. And to keep him alive, to did the experiment. He'll, he's willing to sacrifice anything. But Ursula tells a story later on that basically says he loved his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, loved his wife, but that he wouldn't let me near him because he loved his wife. Mm-hmm. But something was needed with her, and it was like an accident, and she was killed. Yes. And they needed... Her DNA was, like, basically keeping him alive like preserved Mm -hmm. and so they needed like heather locklear's dna because it's the same dna to keep him preserved while also trying to get the elixir of life from these splicing things i it's very none of this makes any sense whatsoever the thing about this is dr lana zarell she is actually did not leave and go take her bath yeah she she ran the water but she was listening at the door yeah and she overheard you know the um, arcane guys telling the doctor, hey, you know, do what you need to do. Yeah, In other words, you could take her, her out. Yeah. So she realizes, oh, shit, I am going to, you know, they're going to kill me. Yeah. And do you think that matters? Not really. No. Not so, really. And so as the water's running for her to take her bath, 
Um, the water turns green, obviously. The Obak juice comes it out. It looks like so gross. Yes, like a um, green jello or something from that you can't is. do that on TV pours out. Yeah, it's so it's so gross. Um, and so Swamp Thing is obviously coming in from the drain. Reborn. The sewage or whatever, and he's reborn in, in the bathtub. Ursula never goes and checks on this. No, and she never, like the water could be overflowing. In fact, we also should tell you that uh, Heather Locklear, Abby, has now escaped the jail cell by talking the uh, guard into basically flirting with her. And he, like, walks her around and, like, treats her like complete garbage. Mm-hmm. And he thinks this is, like, hot or something. Well, she kicks him in the, in the nads and escapes, gets in the elevator, and when she opens the door to escape, uh, Ursula, the uh, the woman who just found out. Dr. That, Lana Zero. Yeah. She, <laughs> like you said, the full name. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Lana Marcel. Uh, she's an Aries and she uh, likes long walks on the beach. She She's at the elevator in her little nightgown. And I don't know where she was heading because she had filled the bathtub. So I don't know where she was heading, but she stops Heather Locklear and she gives her the keys and tells her to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really last long because two guards grab her and start marching her upstairs for some reason. And that's exactly when Swamp Thing's already upstairs. He beats the guards up, brings her outside. She throws him keys that the doctor gave her, him, you know, gave her. She throws him, and Swamp Thing's like, yeah, driving. So that, I mean, when you think Swamp Thing, you think driving. I mean. So they get into a Jeep. Extra. And this is amazing, this sequence. This, this, so now there's 50 guards on the lawn here, and they're unloading machine guns at Swamp Thing and Abby. And rocket launchers. And they're shooting grenades out and they're blowing up everywhere. And they're all shooting at them. None, Not one bullet hits this car. But Heather Locklear is able to grab a shotgun and shoot guards all over the place. Now, yeah, from they're driving like full a speed. mile away. Yeah, a mile away, getting guys off the top of the house. Yeah. Uh, they're escaping all this stuff, and she's able to turn around and throw a grenade at the front gate, blowing it down for them to drive yeah, through. Yeah, I mean, she went from this, like, teeny tiny, five foot one, little dainty girl in a dress to a freaking commando. Yes. And the fact, you were like, is she shooting? Where'd she get this gun? Like, where did she get that gun? I'm like, the, the real problem is here is she's using a shotgun and a full speed at mile away killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this crazy. is a hunting rifle or something like that. Yeah, it was a shotgun. That's It was crazy. It's wild. Uh, they, they they get away, and they go into the, uh, the forest, and <sighs> this is where things get a little interesting. Heather Locklear wakes up on the floor with her neck completely jacked against a tree and says she had the best sleeper ever. Mm-hmm. And Swamp Thing's just staring at and her. And her dress is in perfect condition. There's not Beautiful. one spot on it. Yeah. Makeup perfect. Mr. Swamp Thing, Alec, he says, this is my home. And he's like, she's like, so this is your bachelor pad. Is there a Mrs. Swamp Thing? And he says, no. Um, no, there's no woman in my life or whatever. And she says, oh, well... No, basically he says, no, there's no one here. This is this is mine. She's like, well, it's a lot nicer than my other boyfriends. And he's like, are you saying I'm your boyfriend? And she says, yes. <laughs> and then he's like, Abby, I can't give you the love that you want. And then she's like, why not? And he's like, she's like, do you want it? And he's like, yeah, oh I God. do. It was the 
crazy so scene. this is where he reaches down and gets a cucumber like thing from his crotch area <laughs> and bites it and gives it to her to bite and then we cut to a transition shot to the trees and blurry like this is a dream yeah like it's like all hazed over like in yeah. a dream sequence and we cut back down and we see uh, abby and a gentleman in no clothes like in no shirt making out it was like kind of comedic making out like yeah it was like kissing on the neck yeah it was well, it was kind of goofy so we're fun supposed fact, to believe fun fact they hired this guy off the street no yeah they found this guy they hired him he was extremely rude. Heather Lockley did not like doing this sequence, but she did it anyways. They paid him and said bye, and he left. Oh my god, so are this you was serious? A guy off the street. No. Yeah. Why couldn't they just use the real actor? I don't know. I the one really that played Swamp Thing. Don't know what's happening here. Well, it's what's funny in the original Swamp Thing. There was an actor who played him before you Swamp Thing, and then they replaced him with a stunt guy. Oh. This guy's in a lot of stuff, by the way. Uh, He's in a lot of movies, like this actor. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they did this. And Maybe. the actor is not like extremely attractive or anything. It, it's it's very, very odd. He's just buff. I guess that's what they were going for, a buff guy. Yeah. So uh, basically, there's a lot of neck kissing. And then we cut back to the trees and cut back again. And Swamp Thing and her just holding hands. And she opens her eyes and she says, was it all real? And he goes, as real as it can get. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I guess they took some kind of, like, like tree ecstasy. Basically gave her roofies, (laughs) and she had a good trip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I guess, what it would have been like if he was human. Um, It was like a fantasy in her head. Yeah, this is... This is it's a weird scene. You know, I'm glad, though, because you told me, you warned me, wait till the scene, and I'm like... What scene? And I figured that they were going to have like a sexual experience together. But I'm like, if I have to see her riding yeah, this, this... This is not Evil Dead. Tree monster, a, whatever. Swamp trees with the girl in Evil Dead or anything like that. Yeah, I was like, uh, no. I, I will tell you this. I remember a lot of scenes in this movie being a lot more extreme than when I was a kid. I remember a lot of more monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not really there at all. None of that stuff is there. Yeah. Uh, I, I also think, by the way, that the... Uh, I don't know if this is where the Daryl and Omar have gone into the woods to take pictures of Swamp Thing. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because uh, they see them, and don't they say they're kissing? Yeah, they're they're smooching. Yeah, they're smooching. <laughs> and I think we should get out of here. Like, uh, it's funny because I think the the kid is he's eaten all of their snacks. Yes, he ate the the Twinkies, the Ringdings, the Snowballs. <laughs> they go on. They say some stuff I never even <laughs> heard of before. There's a couple of them like, what the hell is that? And that's when they and that's when Omar says, Is there anything left? And Daryl says, There are some apples. And he goes, <laughs> Of course God damn apples. The little ah. chubby the little chubby kid leaves the apples. Yeah, and even Omar don't want those damn things. Uh this is really funny. Omar's got an idea that they're gonna get ten thousand dollars for photos of Swamp Thing. Daryl says he's not famous like Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know about that. So yeah, they uh, they go out there and they get at who did they get attacked by? Is there another oh. monster here? I don't even remember. No, no, there's no monster. The the henchmen come and and grab oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah. The henchmen find them in the woods. Yeah, and they come after them. 
Yeah. And Swamp Thing shows up and gets a baseball bat. They had a baseball bat with them yeah. and beats them. Yep. And then they're joking around that, can we take a photo with you? And Swamp Thing's like, hell yeah, only if uh, Daryl poses with me. Mm-hmm. And Daryl's like, hey. And then yeah. they go to take a photo. And right when they're about to take the photos, uh, we hear Abby screaming. Yeah. And Swamp Thing runs off to go save her. Yeah. And now they, not only did they get her. But they also got her on a boat in the middle of the lake. Oh, yeah. It's like an airboat. It's boat. like a far back. It was really it's like, quick. Like, quick. Yeah, yeah, really quick. Um, so he obviously doesn't follow her at that moment. Um, they take her back to the lab and they strap her down. Obviously, they're going to take her essence away yes. so that they can, they can cure arcane. And what's weird about this is that they take her blood so they could test it to see... If she has the same DNA as her mom, which is the craziest yeah. thing, but they don't even use her DNA. Yeah. Also, they don't use it. We should also point out that uh, the one time the, the the Ursula turned against asthma inhaler, and he had made a new serum that he was going to test out that it was going to be crazy. He said, I have a whole idea, and I'm doing this and this, and this it's going to make a whole new species. And she walks him into a back room and she injects him with that thing and leaves him locked up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she can take the spot so he can't kill her if they need to. So yeah, they now take, she talks uh, Arcane into doing the thing where they're going to drain Abby Mm -hmm. and pour her essence into him to keep him young. Mm -hmm. This is wild. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand this plot. And also, he tells the two henchmen, the the woman and the man, to go and find the other doctor because he doesn't know where he is. And they have an entire scene where they have, they show each other their scars. Yeah, it's so weird. And uh, they get to the point where he's like, this scratches is from this woman at Hate Ashbury or something like that. And then she says, oh, this is from a Motley Crue concert. It was clearly a bite bar. It was a bite. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So she Heather had to like, was with Tommy Lee at the time. Yeah, so they had to reference that for whatever reason. Yeah. It was stupid. Um, and then we have to talk about how the the one henchman with the chest hair that's completely that's one of the two in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, he gets he gets blown. Up. Oh, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, these two are about to have sex, and then they say Swamp Thing's here, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Got to run out now." The one girl, the the one you said, White Snake. She disappears from the movie. She's never in it again. No, we don't see her again. She's not in the movie. And I will say that all 50 henchmen disappear as well. Yeah. There's like a hundred of them on yeah. the lawn. Now There's they're only all gone. one guy. Uh, Swamp Thing easily takes out one guy by hitting him and then taking his grenades. And he's like, that was really easy. And I agree. It was really easy. So Swamp Thing goes to go to the house, but all of a sudden he gets shot at yeah. by an oncoming Jeep. With missile launcher cannons on the top of the jeep, it was so weird. and it's the main henchman who is like, "Woohoo, Yahoo! I'm getting you, Swamp Man, and all that. I'm gonna it get was you." Harry chest and Harry chest, and Swamp Thing just chucks a grenade at him and it instantly blows him up. Yeah, the jeep goes like crashing and burns up. No, no problem. No. Once again, Swamp Thing's like, "Okay, yeah, all right." Yeah, and then so he goes, goes back in the, house, in the house. Goes in the house, and he. I don't think he, I don't remember him fighting many people. He just shows up in the lab. He knows exactly where the lab is, and Abby has been completely drained 
we keep seeing like ghost spirits flying into Arcane from Abby, and Abby dies. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arcane is excited. He's like, it worked. I'm young. I feel great. And then he looks into the mirror and he's talking to himself like, look how great you are and you're amazing. But then he looks at his hand and sees that it's rotting. And he turns and he goes to the machine and now Ursula is acting great like something's matter. Mm -hmm. And he opens it up and realizes that she has switched the vials. Mm -hmm. And for some reason they were passing it through a vial of something. I don't know what it was, but she switched it out to one of those monster things. And he is affected by it. Yeah, but can I just say something that really annoyed me? It kind of got me pretty pissed off in this. First of all, she helped her. She was gonna. She gave her the keys. Yeah. She wanted her to get out and take the jeep and get out. So why would she allow this woman yes. to be killed? And she also, Helen Locklear Abbey, she says, help me get out of here. And she goes, I can't anymore. I can't anymore. So but why couldn't you get a gun and just shoot this motherfucker? Yeah. Why did you have to let this why poor girl die? This? Yeah, why, why go you, through this plan? Like you rescued her in the beginning to only to let her die? And to also use her essence, to rip her essence out of her to poison him. Yeah, it makes no why, why sense. Why do that? Yeah. And so obviously what's going to happen next is he's going to say this is a double cross. And he goes, bang, boom, bleh. She's she, dead. He hugs her and shoots her and, and kills her instantaneously. Her and that's, that's it. it. That's it. And that's where Swamp Thing comes in at this point and sees that Abby's dead and he freaks out. And he throws Arcane across the room. That's all That's all Swamp Thing knows how to do. And he throws him against a, a door and then the door bursts open and falls on Arcane's legs. And it is that other, it's the Asma Inhaler scientist who has now grown a giant comical brain head. Oh my head. god, he looks like something from Mars Attack. It looks like a giant looks, penis head. He looks kind of human, but yeah. still. And the best part about this, he chases down Swamp, he also puffs his Asma Inhaler before he throws it away. Yeah. And then he chases at Swamp Thing, and Swamp Thing keeps hitting him. Every time he hits him, that the prosthetic on his head jiggles. It's funny. And then he just starts <laughs> chucking him around the room again. <laughs> And then that guy just gets chucked into the room, that, that, that the incinerator machine room, and he gets killed instantly, and then the whole place starts melting down. Yep. And now, there's a countdown, like, it's like the USS like, Enterprise. Okay? I was going to say, like, space balls. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. six, what happened to seven? <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Exactly. Like, honestly, though, it's so stupid. It's like, he goes in, he throws him in the room, and there's little lightning bolts everywhere, and that's the end. It's like you think that something is gonna, like something epic is gonna yeah, happen. You actually think that Arcane's gonna mutate yeah. and be a monster and a big bad guy? Yep. No, he no. he just gets killed from the explosion. He just sits there and takes it. He a lot. Well, he can't move because the heavy doors yeah. on his legs. So he just burns he just up dies. in the explosion. He burns up and dies. Yeah, Swamp Thing um, carries out um, Abby into the the woods. Mm -hmm. uh, he lays her down and gives her his basically his essence he fought he flows his spirit into her and she wakes back up he has shared some of his life essence with her i guess yeah and she wakes up they make out and he says she says are there going to be any side effects well he says there might be side effects we don't i don't know how it'll affect you and she says well we'll find out together and we cut to her feet and she's growing plants that are up to her foot yeah and in the comics this is a thing that is a, that is a the thing. And the end shot was like a comic book um, panel. Yeah, I think it changes and into art. 
Yeah, changes into art of them walking walking away, and she's like mutating into a plant as well. Yeah. So that was their love story, and they belong together. That's the end of it. And then the only thing that can make this any were any like bit worthwhile. Oh, we forgot the best bit. Oh, Swamp Thing gets in there, and after Swamp Thing throws Arcane, and before the door bursts open, the guy that blew up outside comes in again. He's alive and fine, and he's oh got a chainsaw, yeah. and he decides to rev it up at the last minute, <laughs> and he instantly gets a grenade stuffed in his pants and just thrown, and he explodes, <laughs> and that's how the door falls open. Yeah. He just gets killed instantly. It, why this keeps happening? And I, it was just this goof. Like, he already had blown up. It's and like he's back comical... to life with a chainsaw. It is so odd. Like why this guy? Like, yes. what, what is the reasoning? If anything, this should have been White Snake should have came with the chainsaw at this moment because she just disappears. Yeah. Like, they all just disappear. All these other guards and stuff. It's they all, so all weird. Gone. Yeah. But, anyways, the, the thing that really you wanted happened. The credits are. And just like a Marvel movie of today, mid-credit scene, Daryl and Omar are bringing the footage from their camera to the uh, printing store, and they didn't put film in the camera, and they're very pissed off. Well, good. You and know, you lucky are so for, happy to see them again. I just love them, and so lucky for them too. Though all they had to do was venture out into the swamp again, because now they won't just get swamp thing. They will also get Heather Locklear's yeah. Swamp Lady. Swamp Lady, yeah. So, yeah, I, this movie, man. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, like I said, and it's so easy to talk through because the plot is very generic. There's not really any side characters. Nothing really matters. Nothing matters. Like, we we're saying that Ursula is, like, going to kill Arcane because Arcane doesn't care about her, but she does it in the worst way, and it almost doesn't even matter. Like, she yeah. just gets killed. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter, like... And, and, like, I mean, she had to go through, I guess they, because of plot, they had to go through her killing Heather Locklear. But it just didn't make any sense to the character. Like, you know? Yeah, we forgot another thing we have to point out. What? We have to point what out the most insane dialogue of all time. Where, while walking around his bachelor pad with Heather Locklear, he says, This was once a plantation with hundreds of slaves. <gasps> and their ghosts, their angry ghosts, still wander oh this God. land. Yeah. And she says, why would anybody be upset around here? Once this was a huge plantation worked by hundreds of slaves. Some people say their unhappy ghosts still walk here. I can't imagine anyone being unhappy in a beautiful place like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that maybe just they goes were to fucking show you. slaves, you yeah. dumb fuck. Like, she, are you she serious? Is the dumbest yeah. character of all time. What do you mean? Why are they angry? Why were they angry? I could, I cannot believe she read that dialogue and was like, you know what? That sounds okay. I mean, it's bonkers. She was I would not, never have read that dialogue. She was not a good actress at all. But she somehow became better when she was on Melrose Place. I mean, she does bitchy very, very well. I mean, she was known back in the 90s on Melrose Place as like the top bitch. You know, she played it very well. Everyone loved her character and also hated her character at the same time. She was really good at it. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say that in this movie, she was just probably getting her acting chops going because she was not good at all. I mean, it was, I know that this movie was very corny and it was supposed to be because it's kind of tongue in cheek, but I don't understand how she could deliver these lines and 
do it with zero feeling, you know? Yeah. Like if you have to, to deliver these lines and you're getting paid to do it, at least try. Yeah. She just acted like a flighty twit, you know? Yeah, I agree. I just, I, I don't know. She's very, very easy on the eyes. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that's why they picked her. Um, but she really was not a good actress back then. And none of the people in this movie were good. None of them. There yeah, was I no mean... good acting except my little boy, Daryl. No, 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 no. Not my dad's camera. You what? <laughs> I would say that I don't blame any of the actors because there's barely any script. And the director... You can tell it's just go, like, get it done, get it yeah. done, move on, move on. Oh, the director is probably sick of it. Yeah. But he was just like, oh, I'll get this done in 30 days, no problem. And he does it under that. And he was probably just, like, pumping through the moments. And that's why mm -hmm. I think it's so bare bones. There's nothing extra, nothing special. Yeah. It's just a bunch of wrestlers very... throwing people around. Yeah. It's 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 not really anything to write home about. It, but oddly, it's kind of... It's kind of fun in an endearing little way, yeah. like a dumb little way. It's not the worst thing. No. It, it, I, I'm still going to give this like a four. I'm giving it a four. Yeah, yeah I, I'm giving it, it a four. It's, it's something about it is like, it's kind of funny. Like, I wish it was, I wish it like took itself more jokey like the two rednecks doing the moonshine. Yeah. Like this is obviously a overboard joke making fun of rednecks. Mm -hmm. And I wish the whole movie did that. I wish that they were more spoofy with uh, Arcane. Yeah. Like I wish he was just so much more cheesy. I think he's trying to do a couple of jokes. Like there, we didn't mention there's like a painting that flashes a skull on its face on his face yeah. while, while lightning is happening and we also didn't mention that he plays an organ at one point in his house yeah, like, like uh, phantom of the opera it was so weird because like it's why so are you odd. trying to tell us that he's diabolical and evil like we, we get it know. we know it from the moment go in this movie that you're yeah. told like I he's mean, scum we already know and so if you've like... seen the first one you already know he's the villain so it's like okay like, yeah it's, it's it, crazy it was there's stuff like that that's just crazy. Like, wow, why would they do this? Why would it, it's and a lot of it seems like, oh, we're just wasting time. We're just oh, wasting time. We yeah. gotta pad this out. It's gotta be an hour and twenty five minutes or an hour and thirty. It was an hour and twenty eight minutes. And yeah, I gotta you tell, tell you, it was. Thank God it was short because there really wasn't much going on. But yeah, it's it's so dull. I did love I did love the character, the two little kids. I thought they were cute, and I usually don't like kids in movies. They kind of get on my nerves, but. These kids were so cute, and you, you kind of wish that they were like Swamp Thing's friends for the whole movie. Yeah, I wish they were, the end scene was like, oh, we don't have any film on the camera, and they run back to the swamp, and he's there, and we get to see her. We can see Heather Locklear all like, you know, transformed. Oh, I see. I would have liked that. I would have liked if cool. Daryl and Omar were helping him throughout the whole movie. Yeah, like like literally are part of the movie fighting the monsters with him. Right. I mean, do they really have any place to live now? Since their whole entire like. He did blow it all up. Yeah, yeah. everybody's blown up. And their, their cars whole, all are their gone. house, their cars. Yeah. Like, it, it's just crazy. But, yeah, I'm giving it a four. It was a fun watch. But yeah. it was bad. I, I'm shocked that you're saying it's fun because I know that you've watched a couple other ones. Well, it got and, fun. It got fun towards the end. Yeah. You know? It's it's so weird how it, it, uh, it doesn't ever feel like an exciting film. It's very strange. And it's strange to say... This came out the same year as Batman. 
I know. And the fact that this even got released in theaters feels weird. That's crazy. Yeah, I, that it, is that's, crazy. it seems yeah. like something was made for TV in a weird yeah, way. It does. It really it, does. It, it's it's very strange. And the sets are very small. It's yeah. basically the front of Arcane's place and a bad swampland area. Yeah, it, it's... I don't know how they found... I guess that there's places in Savannah that you can find that look like that. I mean... But yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I don't recommend it. It's it's, it's crap. <laughs> I wish I would have known this when we were in Savannah, and I could have went up to. Hey, I'm um, sorry. Uh, by the way, is this the way the place that was uh, Swamp Thing Two was filmed? No one wants to hear that. Oh my god! I just want to be sure. that guy going. Swamp Thing Two was filmed here. Oh right? my god! I wonder if that plantation house, like, it's really pretty. I wonder if that's actually a place where they built that as a set. It must be right. It's really pretty. Yeah, I would like has to, go to be a real scope place. that out. We love Savannah. Yeah, I do. Beautiful. I actually love it. Um, anyway, all right, so that's it, man. You know, I'm glad we, I'm glad you Swamp Thing. revisited Return of that. Swamp Thing. Yeah, we're going to be doing more of these movies that you've seen that I haven't. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Fun. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. <laughs> good night. How do you know the National Spectator's going to pay 10 bills for any stupid picture? Hell, man, I saw when they paid a dude from Spokane two times that for a picture of Bigfoot. Yeah, but Bigfoot's more famous than this guy. Just come on, okay? Good grief, I could be home watching cable. Oops.